in today's world with all this COVID and everything going on, as a breast cancer survivor, you have to do everything just to keep yourself cheered up. You have to stay away from social media, the news, you know, especially when you're a survivor who is still having challenges that you face daily due to the medicines that were administered to you. Say with the chemo, when you have the brain fog and your memory gets a little bit off and you're wondering, is that me or, you know, it's just a confusing thing. And then there is the neuropathy that has a tendency to come, it has a tendency to go. But then you deal with it, you know. These these are the things that you deal with daily. And, you know, you try not to. The only thing you have to do is, like, put your faith in God and just ask Him to make it go away. But currently now, I seem to have a tooth problem. And the tooth problem is due to a drug called Zomata. Zomata is administered to keep the bones strong, to prevent osteospinina, I believe that's how it's called, in the back or any place in the bones. And with this tooth, this tooth has been very, very challenging. Where one day, me eating candy, it popped out just like that, the crown. And I was like, oh wow, look at that. So I stuck it back in, I went to the dentist. She put it back in with cement. I call it acrylic because it's exactly the same stuff that they put the nails on with, the fake nails, they put it back in you. Then I end up going to Sloan Kettering because I didn't want any other dentist looking in my mouth when I found out that if the tooth were extracted, that I would have a problem where the jaw could be fractured. I really didn't want to have a fractured jaw because I surely didn't want it wired together. So I took a trip, my oncologist rather, she gave me an appointment to the dental clinic at Sloan Kettering, Sloan Kettering, They looked at the tooth and they figured that the tooth should be removed, but before they were going to remove it, I had to make a promise that I would go see an endodontist to get verification that his tooth indeed needed to be extracted. Now what happened is the time frame of this procedure had to be time precisely correct. This is why. Every six months, I get my Zomato. So the last time I had it was in September. I am due for the next treatment in March. This tooth has got to be removed by this month, December. December, it has to be done to give me three months to recover for the next Zomata, which is March 26th. This is really, really, uh, 
This is really precise and precision with these doctors. Then I was asked if I wanted an implant, but I don't think I want anything else in my mouth. I said, I'm already missing a crown, I mean a molar, wisdom teeth. I, it, it won't be that bad. But let me tell you something. This cancer thing, you know, there are days when I feel like really down, but I never let anybody know what I'm really, really going through. There are some days, yeah, I want to sit there and I just want to break down and cry, but I don't because I have to be stronger than that. I mean, this can cancer will take you through a lot of emotions. A lot, a lot of emotions you go through. You don't know which way is up, which way is down, which way you're going, how you're feeling. It's just like a roller coaster ride. And just to see how they made a cure for COVID, but nothing for cancer. Can you believe it? Cancer has been around long, just like COVID. And COVID is just like the flu. Every year is a different strain of it. So they create a vaccine for it. So why is it that there is no cure for cancer? Yes, I know it has to do with, you know, how the genes break off. But if it's a gene that's breaking off and it becomes infected, why can't you do something to prevent all of this? It's just mind-boggling. And I just had to talk about it because it's very, very upsetting to watch so many people dying from cancer, whether it's breast cancer, any kind of cancer, other diseases, but they have no cure for it. There is no help for it. But within a minute's time, you can come up with a help for a COVID vaccine that you really want people who have underlying issues to take it? No. You've got to come up with something better. You know, they're not thinking about the people with the underlying conditions. They just want you to take it, and that's it. Take it and think you'll get better. But for me, number one, I got a lot of allergies, so Sister Girl will not be taking it. No, can't do that. Lots of them. Number two, it took me till I was like the age of 45 just to get a flu shot. And that was only because that doctor said I have mitral valve prolapse. And that if anything were to happen to me, he would not be responsible. Fine, I wasn't taking it. He made me sign a disclosure. And that was okay. But then I got sick, and then in that is when I had to take it. Not because of the uh, cancer, but because of another issue. I, was, I had to take it. So I have been taking the flu shot. But COVID, I will not be taking. It took years to figure out how to do that flu shot. And what it is, is because of each strain... There's a different shot. So now next year, 
still have COVID, which people don't realize the coronavirus has been around for a while. It's not new. Just like cancer is not new. But how dare they find a cure or a solution to that, but not cancer? This is me, a breast cancer patient, and I'm getting so annoyed with how I watch Facebook and I see the women going through this, they go through that, they're going through so many things, and there is no way to help them. They just give you a pill, a drug, and think, you know, that's going to help. But with each pill and with each new drug, there are side effects. And those are the things that we deal with. Don't get me wrong now. I am truly, truly blessed by God to be here. I am. But they got to do better. Better. You have so many little children dying of it. Cancer. So many. So many people that were down there at the World Trade Center, they have nothing for them. But in a flash, within months, it makes you wonder, how did they figure out that they could do this? Why can't those big pharmaceutical companies get with these scientists and doctors and come up with something for a cure for cancer? I'm telling you, my heart is broken because I see science works when they want it to work. But when they don't want it to work, it doesn't. You know, lots and lots of money are put into the cancer foundations. Some of them are not doing what they should be doing with the money. And then some are. So where is the money going? Who are you helping? Who are you giving this money to to help? You've got to help the cancer patients out. Their lives are at risk. Their immune systems are at risk. And we take care of ourselves the best way we can. But we have these crazy side effects. And that is why this young lady here will not be taking any COVID vaccine because it is not perfected. But one day, they might find a cure for cancer, and I hope it's soon. You know, I really do. Because we need help. We need help. We are the ones that need help. People with terminal illnesses, they need help. Come on, find a cure. Find help for this. I mean, sure, they want a vaccine for the coronavirus. But the more and more I look, they can report so many deaths about coronaviruses. I'm going to tell you something. People are dying from other things other than that coronavirus. And they've put so much attention on it. What about the people who are just dying? Nobody pays attention. Maybe they didn't have coronavirus. They had a terminal illness. And because so much attention was focused on corona, their illness went unnoticed. 
their illness went without say so. Their illness went where they cannot even go to a doctor because some of them, they don't really want that contact. And you can't blame them. You know, just put your mask on. You never mind the hand sanitizer. Wash your hands. That's what I say. Soap and water always did the trick. Always. Hand sanitizer, I can't deal with that smell. And please, don't say Lysol. Lysol just bothers my nose like crazy. My allergies. That bothers my allergies. So I'm going to say this and say it again. Please take notice of other things going around you. Yes, we don't want corona. No, we don't want it. But pay attention. There were other things going on. Depression. People are dying from depression because they cannot have this contact with one another. How about that? How about that? You can't even have contact with people. You know how that feels? That's the most horrible feeling in the world. To not be able to be hugged, held, see your family. That's depressing by itself. That is called mental illness, in case nobody knows about that. And we all suffer from a a form of mental illness. So we are, none of us are free from that. We all suffer from that big old one with the D, depression. And this is supposed to be the season to be jolly. How do we make those who are depressed, who are missing loved ones who have passed away, how do we make them feel happy? You know, they want a hug. Even if you can't give them a hug, they want to know that they are loved. They want a phone call. They want to be reached out and spoken to. This is a hard time for the world just to not have human contact. So my advice is pick up the phone. Give somebody a call. Facebook is not the place, you know. Hearing a voice is, though. Facebook is just for social media where you can live in a land of make-believe, look up, look, see things that you don't want to see. That is Facebook to me. It can be real, it can be fake, it can be whatever you want it to be because it's your page, and if you want it to be that way, it can be that way. But what is real is to pick up the phone and hear the voice of somebody on the other end just saying, Hi, I thought about you today, and I wanted to see how you were doing. I wanted to tell you that I love you and that you are love and that I pray for you on a daily basis. That is what they want to hear. <laughs>